Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. I want to take a few moments this morning just to share as we, as we sort of enter. So, so I'm going to break into, we, we, as a church, we've been looking at the, the book of James, the letter of James, and um, we're going to break into that this morning and, and over this next month as we, uh, the December period and the Christmas period. And, um, and so um, on, in our literature and in our signage and in our website, we've sort of taken the theme of peace this Christmas and uh, our, our, our banner outside of church is Peace on Earth, and it's the peace that Jesus brings. You notice in the songs that we've been singing this morning is about, about peace and peace of, of Christ and, and, and God bringing uh, peace. And particularly over the Christmas period, we sort of begin to think um, in, in a heightened way about, about this peace. And, and so that's the, that's the theme I want to take this morning. And um, uh, Pastor Andrew... Um, would have uh, uh, shown you this morning. And so I'm, I'm going to share this theme of peace. And, and we produced really, it's a really nice invite for people. Um, so take some of these as you go. We, we produced this invite, Peace uh, on Earth, with particularly strategic sort of meetings over the month of December. And uh, our expectation is that you don't, you know, you might not be able to come to everything. If you could, that's great if you want to do that. But there's something for everybody in what we're going to be doing as a church. For everybody that, that within the life of our church and also our community. And so this particular, and it's really well produced, uh, this particular is a QR code so you can actually go onto our website and know what's going on as well. So um, please take some of these and, and, and over this next few weeks, you know, prayerfully think about giving them to people. Uh, internally in the life of our church, you can go onto our Facebook page, our church website. We're looking to link Facebook to, to um, Instagram as well. But uh, also, we, we, you know, if, if you like to have a piece of paper in your hand, we have done a few copies of like, an inter, like a sort of more of a sort of church family news of what's happening over the, over the Christmas period. So as you go, you'll find them in the foyer. So if anyone's on welcome, if you could, if, if you, so if you want to take these, you don't have to ask permission, you can help yourself to some, right? They're designed free to take away and give away. And we'd love you to do that. There's even a little nice little envelope that you can, you know, give them away in. And also then you'll also find um, a general what's happening over the whole month, um, like a, a, a colour sort of paper, um, I say colour papers if it's something new, but we all, all we, months, years ago we always do something. Now we tended not to do anything. But over this month there is something for you if you want to have a have a look, as it were. I know it's online, but not everybody does. And I have lots of people say, "Could you produce something?" So we have this year. So please take it away. After the people saying, "Could you produce it?" Then we'd like you to take it away. Otherwise, it's going to be in the foyer. So please do, and they'll be in the foyer for you, and you'll see them. So please take it away. So you can share that with your own family life, and that's sort of within the life, you know, of our fellowship. So, peace on earth, and uh, that's the theme I want to take over the next uh, a, a few moments, and and it sort of sets us up as a church over the December period, and it introduces us to the sort of theme that we're taking as a church over this period. And um, I was listening to a journalist, um, quite a well-known um, 
journalist that's worked with the BBC, um, probably currently working for ITV. And um, they, were, they, were, they were sharing on a, um, a news channel how they were absolutely um, horrified at what's happening in the world at the moment. I'm sure that you and I, we feel equally as horrified. So things what's happening in like the Middle East, in, in the Gaza area, uh, things what's happening in Ukraine, the amount of people that are being bombed and killed, um, irrespective of nationality. And um, this very seasoned journalist was saying, I've had to turn the news off. They're a journalist. They said, I've actually had to turn the news off because it become, became so unbearable, I just don't know how we're going to find peace. I, I, and bereft. They were that bereft. And I was flabbergasted. This is a... Uh, um, yeah, hardened professional journalist who for the first time in their life has said, I confess I've turned the news off because it became too much to bear. How is there going to be peace? However, can we get peace in the Middle East? How can we get peace? On, you know? Well, let's have a look at that together. And I, and I thought of that and I thought, wow. You know, and this journalist said, this is the first time I've done this in, in about... A, a 35-year career, which is, which is quite, quite a thing to say, isn't it? And they said, it's because I could not face and I cannot face the carnage that's going on and I can't see any way out. I can't see peace. How's it going to be achieved? And uh, when we're looking for political peace, ideological peace, you know, whether it's through free market economy, um, you know, uh, democracy, totalitarian, whatever people uh, look to, to seek to find peace. Um, we find that God announces, and this is the wonderful, amazing, incredible thing about particularly the Christmas period, where there is a God announces that, that, that first, we would say the first Christmas, but that first when Jesus came into the world. The Son of God first came into the world, born, born as a baby. It, the, the shepherds announce, uh, the, the, sorry, the shepherds, the angels announce peace. God's desire is for peace. They're to become peace in creation, a peace in the universe, a peace with human beings, a peace on earth, a peace with God, human beings, us with God and us with each other. There's a deep desire in the Father, the Creator, for a harmony, a peace. It's in the very heart. And he, he heralds this in a most spectacular way through the birth of a baby, birth of a son who was to, would, would grow as the Son of God and give his life uh, 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 to bring us peace. And we see this. And, uh, and so God announces peace. And, and we see this in Luke chapter 2, verse 14. In the NIV, it reads, the angels announce to, uh, to the shepherds who, who then go to see this, this, this peace child, this child that will be the prince of peace, the king and prince of peace that will bring peace, has the potential and power to bring peace to the universe, all of creation to find harmony, human beings, this is, they say this, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Get this. This is, this is why we're talking about peace on earth. And on earth, peace to those whom his favour rests. I think the new, that's in the NIV. The New King James says, God announces peace on earth and goodwill. I like the New King James, the King James. And goodwill to all men, all mankind. Peace on earth 
where his favour rests, or goodwill to all mankind. And so the, the most incredible thing about this particular time of the year, and I know, you know, with, with all that's going on, is there's an opportunity as a, as a believer, as a Christian, to say, here's peace. Here is the message of peace, the hope for the world. It, it's, it's, an, it's an incredible time. And it's interesting, a lot of, a lot of studies have been done on um, where people will come to church for the first time or once in that year, particularly during this December period. They'll go to a carol service. It's incredible. It's really interesting. In actual fact, cathedral carol services will be packed. They'll be packed. And some of these cathedrals can hold thousands of people. And there'll be multiple carol services. And multiple thousands upon ten thousands of people will actually... And people come for the first time. Um, and you know, our toddler group are doing a Christingle service. And lots of people in the community say, I'm coming to that. Oh, I'll come to that. It's... This is, there, this is an amazing opportunity, an amazing time. What a message. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace. On, what an amazing message. But uh, to, to look at that peace, I want to share three things. And the first is this. If we're going to unwrap that. Let's unwrap that piece for a moment. Let, you know, at the Christmas period, we will unwrap. We'll unwrap a present. We unwrap this gift. Let's unwrap this gift of peace. And, uh, and uh, just for a moment. First of all, we need peace with God. If we're to know the peace of God, you need to have peace with God. You and I need peace with God. If we're to know peace of God, we first of all have to take a step and say, I need to find peace with God. God. And that's probably the key. That is the key to peace. Finding peace with God. When I find peace with God, I may know the peace of God. And then finally, we'll be able to give peace away and have peace with others. This is an amazing, it's an amazing message. Uh, it's an amazing message because it's the message that God brings through his son. First of all, peace with God. I'm going to read a few verses of the Bible, so you may want to have your Bible handy or near you or on your tablet or on your phone, or you can just sit back and listen. That's quite okay. But so you can check out for yourself what I'm saying is what is said, and you can do that for yourself. And it's a great exercise. And so we're going to look at just a number of verses, but the peace with God. Um, in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, they're not going to come up on screen, but in Romans, the book of Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 and 2, we, we read this. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, listen to this, we have peace with God, who? Through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. Wow. It's an most amazing Incredible, beautiful verse. It's Romans 5, verse 1, 2. I'll read it again. Therefore, since we have been justified, in other words, just, made right, put in the right position with God, through faith we have peace with God. How? Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom? Him, the person, we have gained access by faith into this grace with which we now stand. Peace with God through Jesus Christ. You know, peace is not going to be found. You know, it's, it's, just, it's as straightforward as this. I can't, I can't dress it in any other way and say it as it is. 
Peace, well, you know, I believe in politics. We should pray for our politicians. We should pray for those that rule us. That's what rule in our country. That, that's govern. We should, and, and I do, and, and, and I vote, and I get involved in politics, but I know at the end of the day, however hard we try, it, it won't ultimately be through a political system, a paradigm, or an ideology that we'll find peace. Peace isn't found necessarily per se in politics or an ideology. It's found in a person. Get this, today for you and I, peace is found in a person and that person's name is Jesus Christ. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2, how about this? This is an amazing verse, it's Ephesians 2 verse 14 and it reads like this, just to make another point about peace. Um, this Paul is talking about the the rift, how about this? This is incredible for the, what's going on right now in the world, right? Ephesians 2.14 could speak into the Middle East right now. This is incredible. This is, this is Ephesians 2 verse 14. For he himself, Paul is speaking about Jews and Gentiles, and now there's a big gap between them. How about this? Ephesians 2.14 says, for he himself, he's speaking of Jesus, is our peace. He is our peace. Who has made the two groups, Jews, Gentiles, one? And I get this, destroyed the barrier and dividing hostility. How incredible is that? It's Jesus that destroys, takes away the enmity between Jew and Gentile. Between anyone that's not a Jew, that is the Gentile nations. And Jesus himself destroys the barrier by the laying down of his life. Jesus is the bridge to life. That's Ephesians 2.14. That, I believe, Ephesians 2.14 speaks right now into the Middle East. If I, I, I was listening to this, this journalist, and I, was, I, and I had Ephesians 2.14 in my heart, because we've been reading that, and, uh, and that's what we're basing some of what our, our Peace on Earth series that we're looking at uh, over the Christmas period. And I wanted to, to say to this brilliant journalist who, whose heart was bleeding for the nations, and I feel the same, and I have to turn away from the TV at times, and it's this, for he himself, that is Jesus, is our peace, who has made the two groups one and destroyed the barrier and the dividing wall of hostility or enmity. Another translation says enmity. It's a very strong word where there is enmity, hatred and bitterness between. Jesus is our peace because human beings have turned their back on God. And what has happened is at the very beginning of time, the very beginning in the book of Genesis we read, that humanity, human beings, went their own way. We go our own way and say, we don't need God. I am in charge of my soul. I'll do my thing. As Frank Sinatra probably made a lot of money out of the song, My Way. That is, that is the song for the human race. It's me. You hear people say, it's my way or the highway. You'll hear somebody who's very strong in their view will say, my way or the highway. Or maybe your boss, a manager, has said that to you at work. <laughs> my way or the highway. Uh, but um, you, you, you will find that that is what's in the human spirit, is, is my way. And that my way is, is human beings turning their back on God without God. And, and so what happens is there's been a big gap. A, the, me, my, and I, self has caused a huge gap. We've fallen away from God. And so Jesus comes to bridge the gap in the giving of his life. 
that we, and, and being raised to eternal life, that we might then cross the gap to make, make our peace. You hear when so, they've made their peace with God, when somebody's passed away. You can make your peace with God today. You don't have to, you know, I mean, you know, God forbid, you don't have to pass away. You can make your peace with God right now in the living. We make our peace with God through Jesus Christ. He is the one who, who gives his life to, to lay in the gap, as it were, and that we can cross him as the bridge to life back to the Father's heart. And so it's, it's, it's an incredible message that we have today of, of, of peace through Jesus. And, and that's an unwrapping Christmas. We unwrap that great message as it is. Say it as it is. It's amazing. Jesus is wonderful. God is a great father. He is amazing. The, moving on. So, second thing I want to say is, could say a bit more, but I want to move on, is making... So I was saying to you today, where are you in your relationship with God? I don't know. I know where I stand. I don't know where you stand. And it's not maybe for me to know where you stand. That's for you and between you and God. But it is my role, I, I feel, to, to challenge, challenge myself and challenge us. Where do you stand in a relationship with God this morning? Have you made your peace with God? Through Jesus. When we make our peace with God, we're in a position to know the peace of God. How about this? How wonderful is this? Another verse in the Bible. This is John chapter 14, verse 27. If you, if you have a Bible, you might want to turn. It's a, this, is a, this is an amazing, beautiful verse. And um, we, we are quoting it uh, in, a, in a different sort of fashion on our literature, peace on earth, okay? But this verse, John, John 14, 27. And uh, I think as Steve and the guys were leading us in worship, uh, uh, Steve Mather l- 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 quoted this verse uh, over us this morning. He quoted this verse and spoke this and, and prayed this over us this morning, this very verse. Peace I leave with you, said Jesus to his disciples gathered there. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. How about this? When we have peace with God, you're then in a position to know the peace of God. So first of all, we've got our, our heart relationship has to be right with God, and then we can know the peace of God in our hearts. And so this is the second thing. So when we make peace with God, you're then in a position to know the peace of God, the, the peace within your heart. And Jesus said this, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. It's tangible. It actually gives himself to you and I. He didn't give you an idea. The early disciples, many of them were martyred in those 2,000 years ago. They they didn't give themselves to an idea. They gave themselves to Jesus personally. This is what's powerful. It's more, Jesus is not not just an idea. He is the way, the truth, and the life. It's a person. And, and, And so he says, my peace I leave you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and don't be afraid. You know, we do not have, we, you know, I understand that maybe we'll turn away from the TV and be quite afraid and think, what is the world coming to? So I don't say this lightly, but we do not have to be afraid. And I don't say that lightly. I am challenged. I turn away from the TV at times, but I speak to myself this verse 
when we have the peace of Jesus, the hope by the Holy Spirit, he said, I give you not as the world gives you. I don't know about you, but um, about, um, gosh, 40 years ago, nearly 40 years ago, I became a Christian 40 years ago, which is, which is now looking around the auditorium is longer than some of you have been born. Some of us have been born. Not, not with others. There's a few others that have got, that got the edge on me in, in years, but there's others that don't have that, that edge on me in years. But 40 years ago, and when I became a Christian in 40 years ago, when I said to somebody I was a Christian, they would say to me, oh, you started going to church. When I, I was an electronics technician for an engineer, and in the company that I work for, I haven't always been a pastor. I was a, in, a, in a, former, a former life. I, I um, was an electronics engineer, ultimately, a calibration and repair engineer. And uh, I remember when I first became a Christian, they all said on the production line and in our company, oh, you've got religious, you have, you know, because, you, you know, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, I'm born again. At the time when I became a Christian, everybody would say, I'm born again, I'm born again. You don't hear that. Quite. I've said this before in church. You don't quite hear that as much these days. When, you, when somebody says, what, what do you go to church? People say, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I go, but I, I would, and I would always say, it's really interesting because Jesus said, you must be born again when somebody came up to him and, and, and said to him, you know, how can I, you know, what, what must I do to enter the kingdom of heaven? And the word literally means be super born from above, heavenly born supernaturally born of the Spirit. So, so when Jesus says, my peace I give you, but not as the world, it's born again peace. Oh, van der Doozy. It's born again peace. It's incredible. It's not as the world. It's heaven sent. It's Holy Spirit empowered. Raised from the grave and the dead and the sting of death and hell. Sent power. That's the type of peace that we may know in our hearts. Nothing, nothing, nothing compares to the love of God. Nothing compares to that type of peace. Nothing, absolutely nothing on earth nor in heaven nor on the, the earth below. And so the peace uh, within enables a peace without. And so this, this, this being born again, making our peace with God, you can only make your peace with God by being born of the Spirit in, in our spirits and in our hearts, knowing the peace of God in us and being born again. And uh, that, um, and so Jesus, I, this you'll know in your heart and life by the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, I, I, I've said this many a time, I've had the privilege over the years of even being with people um, in, in their final moments on this earth. And being in, and, uh, no, I can't go, you know, I, I speak in code, but, you know, I don't want to name names. But they've been with people in the life of our church, and I've been at their bedside or, or, or gone to the hospital, and I've been with family and, and, and different friends. And, and, as, and the person's been a believer, they've been born again. And as they're drifting from this life to the next, it's been amazing. It's been tearful for the family, but often I've, 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 I remember on one occasion with. Um, an amazing Christian lady and her husband, and her husband went to be with her, was going to be with Jesus, and you could tangibly feel the peace and presence of God. It's as if I could reach out, and the family were Christians who were weeping, and yet there was a real sense. My peace, I leave you. It's amazing, isn't it? The peace of God. And this is how I can face the TV, through Jesus. This is how I can face the TV. I wanted to say to this journalist, 
This is how you can face this. And you know, um, I, I love uh, a, a, a pastor teacher by the name of Rick Warren, and he said this. Um, fantastic little book. Purpose of Christmas by Rick Warren. I really recommend it to you. It's a great personal encouragement and read. It's called The Purpose of Christmas. And Rick Warren says this, a great pastor teacher. He just retired from Saddleback Church after leading so many people. He's, he's a real apostle, as it were, I would say. And he says this about knowing the peace within. Uh, the reality, and this is, this is really a great, well, I think it's a great quote. I think he's a great man. The reality is that there will never be peace in the world until there's peace within the nations. And there'll never be peace in our nation until there's peace in our communities. And there won't be peace in our communities until there's peace in our families. You get where this is going. And there won't be peace in our families until there's peace in individual lives. That won't happen until the Prince of Peace reigns in our hearts. That's how we'll know peace. That's how we'll see peace released on earth. What a great message to be able to share with those around us and those we come into contact with that Jesus, particularly at this time of the year, to focus on this incredible Jesus, the Prince of Peace and being moved by that peace within our hearts. And, and, and so the final, so peace with God allows us to know the peace of God and, 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 and that, that, that being released in our hearts and lives. And finally, that peace within enables peace without. So that peace within us enables the peace to go without or from us. And I, I, this, is, this is just brilliant. Uh, another verse, because it's not just what I think, it's what we read in the Word of God. So we go by the Word of God. In the New Testament, here's a verse for you. We've been looking at it in, in James. James chapter 3, verse 18. It might be one that passed us by, but how about this? And we've been looking at this as a church and in our life groups, our home groups. And uh, this is a great verse. It's, it's in James chapter 3, verse 18, speaking about having peace with others. So we make peace with God, we know the peace of God, and then we can then start to be able to have peace with others. And what a great world we could have if this is the case and we embrace Jesus as a nation, we embrace Jesus as a church, we embrace Jesus as a family, we embrace Jesus as an individual, we embrace Jesus. What a great peace we could have. And it says this in James 3 verse 18, Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. James is to the point. He heard Jesus say, the brother of Jesus, James, and Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. And James would have heard this. And so James now says this, straight root one in your face. We've been looking at this. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. I like how the New Living Translation puts this. That was the NIV. The New Living says this, and those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace. I like that. And those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of righteousness, sowing and reaping. I love the way that the, new, the NLT, the New Living Translation, puts it. Saying the same thing as the NIV, uh, but it's unpacked the, the, the original translation. Those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace. Lay hold of that just for a moment. To be a peacemaker, you will plant seeds of peace in others. Either smile a helping hand, a love, giving of forgiveness. I don't know what it might be. 
but plant seeds of peace in others, that you may know a season of righteousness, the, the, a, a harvest of God's presence, a harvest of forgiveness, a harvest of hope, a harvest of love, a harvest of freedom, a harvest of peace in your own life and in the lives of those around us as we plant a seed of peace. Could you plant a, could you plant a seed of peace? How could you plant a seed of peace? We have peace with God. We know the peace of God in our hearts and lives. And then we start to give peace away or we, we, we become a peacemaker. It might not be that you, um, you referee a fight in the family. It might, not, it might be that, actually. But that you plant a seed of peace wherever you go. You know, a seed there, a seed here, a seed there, a hope there, friendship there, a smile there. An encouragement here, forgiveness here, planting, planting seeds of peace, and that's what a peacemaker does. And Jesus said, "Blessed, blessed, happy, blessed are those are the peacemaker." That's, that's that's the heart of God, the heart of Jesus. A man called Francis, later known today in the church as Francis of Assisi. Quite an amazing character. A godly, a godly man, most, most likely a godly man. Uh, a man who loved God and a man who loved Jesus, irrespective of what denomination and what you think. But uh, Francis of Assisi said this, Lord, make me an instrument of peace. Where there's hatred, let me sow love. That's a pretty beautiful thing to say. Lord, make me an instrument of peace. And where there's hatred... Let me sow love. My word. What an incredible world we could have. What an incredible, what an incredible good that you and I could do. Just little old you and me to sow a seed of peace. Wow. What amazing words. You know, and so peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. You know, this morning, God calls us into his peace. He calls you. Uh, if the worship team could come, we're going to close the, uh, together this morning. And God bless you. But first of all, we need to make peace with God so that we know the peace of God in our hearts and lives. Jesus is our peace. It's peace is in a person. And, and then we're to give peace away. And you can supernaturally, when we know, and, and this is why I ask, have you made your peace with God? Maybe this morning, some of us just need to do that afresh. Maybe some of us have fallen by the wayside and maybe our hearts have grown, rather than the disciples who said on the road to Emmaus, our hearts were warmed when Jesus spoke with us. Some of us, our hearts maybe are cold to some of these things and it might be that we come and say, light the fire again, Lord. Light the fire in my spirit again. It might be that for you this morning. Some of us, it may be, I can't think of what I can do, but could you sow a seed of peace? God isn't maybe asking you to carry a big bag of grain of peace, you know, you know, you know, 10 kilo bag. Can you sow a seed of peace? Jesus said, faith, the grain of mustard seed, can move mountains. One, one seed of peace can grow something quite amazing as the Holy Spirit comes and touches a heart. And this is how we'll know the peace of God. So at this time, there's an opportunity for us to embrace the peace of God and how beautiful is that for you and I this morning as we're gathered together and to give our hearts afresh to Jesus?
and to say thank you. For me, as I've looked at this this week and been thinking of his peace and knowing that it's just refreshed my heart by looking at the Bible verses, just refreshed, I mean, I I know them. I've looked at them many years. I've pastored in a local church, something like for 33 years, not this church for 33 years. You might say, thank God for that. But, But for 33 years, and I've read many Bible verses But as I read these verses again, they jump out the page afresh. And then Jesus is alive. Our peace is in him. It's only through him that I might know peace with God. Only through him. And not because of anything I could do, but what Jesus has done. And as I just give my life to him. Oh, come on this morning. Let's do that. Should we stand together? God bless you this morning for being here, listening and being attentive. Or at least showing that you look attentive anyway. But so thank you and being here and and being open-hearted and and gathering together this morning. And and thank you for that. And and, and my prayer is that your heart be opened and warmed by Jesus. Your heart open to the Holy Spirit. Your heart open to God. That you may know the peace of God in your heart and life. And in your family and your friends and neighbourhood. In our our town. But in our nation. And in the nations. You know, a number of months ago, a month ago, we were praying as a church for the peace of Jerusalem. For peace to come upon, upon the whole Middle East irrespective of who, it, who we, we wouldn't, didn't take sides. We just prayed the peace of God because God loves all. For God so loved the world that he gave his, how about this? God loves the world, all, all. He's not just a God of the West. He's a God of the Middle East, the God of all the universe. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever, whoever believes in him might not perish but have eternal life. Wow. And so we have a God who cares for all, a God who loves all, a God who wants peace for all, a God who wants to work in peace. He sends his only son. That's what Christmas is all about. That's what Christmas is all about. So, Father God, see our hearts. We open them to you this morning. We say, Jesus, we love you. We honour you. We give you our hearts and lives afresh. I pray right now, Father, you begin to warm our hearts afresh with the, the news of peace. Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. May your hearts, our hearts burn with the message of peace in, wrapped up in Jesus. Wrapped up in Jesus. We open the gift of life and grace and mercy this morning, Lord, and give you our hearts afresh. And may the wonder of your love, the wonder of hope and grace and mercy and peace be released in us afresh. Come, Lord Jesus, and burn like fire in my bones and our bones. Would you just release us anew in the power of the Holy Spirit that we might know peace with you and the peace of you and give this peace away. We pray for all the churches in our nation to become alive and afresh with your spirit, we pray. Christians from different denominations, irrespective, Holy Spirit, be drawn to you. We pray for people to be drawn to you, irrespective of what they believe or disbelieve, that you are the desire of all nations, the hope of the nations, the peace of the world. And oh Lord, we pray that you'll burn like a fire in our soul today, Holy Spirit. I want to be the message, Lord Jesus. You living in me, you flowing through me, sowing seeds of peace wherever I can go. And I pray for all those gathered today that as we go about our way in our day, that we'll sow a seed of peace. We'll remember to shed and release a seed of peace wherever we go. Seeds, scatter seeds of peace through our hearts and lives. Take us and lead us, Father, we pray. In the power of your Spirit, we ask. And in the name of Jesus, we pray. 
Amen. Amen. God bless you. Don't rush away at the end of this morning. Um, we'd love you to stay. We're going to be serving hot drinks. So we'd love to catch up with you. If you're here for the first time, we'd love to say hi and meet you and speak with you. Be careful as you, you go your way today. And don't forget picking up your children. That's a, that's a good it's a good thing to do before you do go as well. So God bless you. Let's sing together as we, we seal our morning together in, in Jesus' name.